Hi, everybody. Nicole here. I want to tell you about two shows that we have coming up. The first is Notes on a Scandaval. This is a show that I'm going to be in Sunday, June 18th at 8 p.m. at Come On, everybody in Brooklyn. If you are a Scandaval fan, a Vanderpump Rules fan, or if you know nothing and you just want to come out to a show, come see it. It's going to be a good time. I might play Lala. Everyone's excited. So notes on a Scandaval. Come see that. And then the next thing is July 29th at 9.30 p.m. at the Green Room 42. Jenny and I are doing How Were You Brainwashed Live, a live show. There will be guests. There will be games. There will be casting. Everything you've ever wanted. Go to the Green Room 42's website to buy tickets. That's Saturday, July 29th at 9.30. Hi, I'm Jenny Donheiser. And I'm Nicole Spezio. And this is How Are You Brainwashed? Oh my God, I didn't do it. I was I got distracted by waving. <laughs> I, honestly, I feel I kind of like had my first real solo moment with it and I liked it. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it never works over Zoom. So I think it was best that you did it by yourself. Okay, great. Mission one accomplished. <laughs> Babe, what's going on with you? Oh my God. Well, I mostly want to hear about you and your Alaskan cruise. What did you miss? I know. That's why I started with you because I want to talk about it with our guest. And so. Right. Okay. So we'll start with me. Memorial Day weekend. The city was empty, which we love. When the city's empty, guess what you can do? You can go to nice restaurants. You can get off the wait list on Resi. Did you go so to Car- Carbone? Where'd you go? <laughs> <laughs> I went to Don Angie. Have you been there? No, I've wanted to go so bad. Nicole, was it really good? Really good. I will go back with you in a heartbeat. I did go for brunch, but what I loved is that their brunch menu was literally just their menu. <laughs> they didn't do any brunch. There was like not an egg sandwich to be found. They were like, you will have steak and lasagna. And that is what we had. <laughs> did you have the You had the lasagna? Was it great? The lasagna is amazing. Yeah. Fuck. Was it bechamel or ricotta? <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. I'll have uh, to do a little research. I'm not Polish woman eats Italian lasagna, like has no idea <laughs> what the fuck's in it. I did have shell steak. Is that a thing? Shell steak? Anyone? I don't know. Um, there was some sort of special steak. It was good. Shell really, steak? Like, I don't know what that means. I don't um, know. Top but... Chef hasn't taught me about that one yet. Yeah, it was very lemony. The steak? You're saying, you're saying and wild things at this point. It was delicious. We really like went hard. We got garlic bread, salad, steak, pasta, lasagna. We just sort of like at noon, at full on 12 p.m. Eastern time, we got. Who did you <laughs> go with? Brett and Anna. That's my brother-in-law and sister-in-law. And then we just sort of moseyed around the West Village. It was nice to see her. Rarely ever around there. So mm-hmm. um, the weather here was gorgeous. We celebrated Megan's birthday. We ate at Oxamoco. Oh, so I also good wanted restaurant. to go there. Jeez Louise. You guys really fucked me this weekend. I go out of town. <laughs> you go to all the places I want to go. It was also delicious. But we it was brunch once again. So we should go back for dinner. And not when it's on fire. I was recalling the time we went in the pandemic and it caught on fire. We had to leave. Yes, we did show up to the restaurant 
<laughs> gave our name to the hostess. She said, would love to serve you, but right now our kitchen is on fire. You got to get out of here. <laughs> so we yeah. were unable to go. Nothing like that has ever happened to me before or since. <laughs> Yeah, so we got to go back when it's not on fire. And you might have to wait to another holiday weekend for all the rich people to be gone. So Um, even though the rich people were out of town, you still only could get brunch. Sad. uh, (laughs) I wasn't really trying for dinner. Oh, okay. What else did I do? I don't know. Barbecue. Went to a barbecue. Oh, she really had a packed life. It was very packed. Graham and I went to Brooklyn Bridge Park on Monday, which was a huge mistake because it was so crowded. That's where everyone went. Everyone said, let's go to the Brooklyn Bridge Park promenade with our children. Is that the park where we got artisanal lemonades about 10 years ago? Or is that a different park? (laughs) Oh my God. You know There's what I'm no, talking about. I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. We well. went there and grilled once. It's like Dumbo type area. The carousel, River Cafe. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There's a Fornino I think this over is a there. Diff- oh, a Fornino. Sure. I think it might be a different park, park than the artisanal lemonade. But, but that you really did all the things you were supposed to do, I guess, on Memorial Day weekend. You did. I got out there. I really got out there. And now I'm exhausted. So now I sleep for three weeks before I do anything again. Okay. <laughs> and the cruise. Tell us, please. Did you kiss huskies? Did you see whales? Did the whales stink? Wait. The whales didn't stink but the okay i yes i just went on an alaska cruise <laughs> with my husband and in-laws and a bunch of his family it was a real animal forward trip we did do a whale tour where we saw their little tails they didn't smell but the leader of the tour said that they have very bad breath oh. because of course they're eating fish all day long sure they have little fishy breath i didn't smell it there were tons of sea otters just floating in the damn ocean looking cute as fuck uh oh nicole that's too cute that's it was, too much i of course felt near tears when i saw them oh because so beautiful uh you know sea lions and then yes i did go in a dog sledding sled <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a dog sled commune i don't know there were thousands of dogs they were all screaming they were all barking they were all wet in the rain it was like not as magical as i thought in that way but um i yeah i sat on a contraption i guess a sled is what it's called and then 12 dogs (laughs) took our family for a ride it was amazing Wow, all of you got in a sled and you yeah. were all pulled. And these are adult huskies. Yes, and I, I, of course, was worried. I was like fully prepared for them to be like, ma'am, you're too fat. You'll kill the dogs. <laughs> like, you can't go on. But not only my ass, like 12 of our asses got on the sled. These dogs are so strong. Wow. wow they wow. put them in pairs with like a friend. And like the leaders, the ones with like good attitudes are at the front (laughs) and the strongest ones are at the back. (laughs) And then some they just like put with their brothers. (laughs) And uh, yeah, it was really cool. Uh, I love it. Should we bring in our guests so that they can also ask you questions about (laughs) huskies (laughs) and whales? Absolutely. No, don't feel pressured. But let's bring our guests (laughs) and see what sort of organically happens. We are literally... So lucky to have such a genius, funny guest. You're going to know him from Night Court 
hacks, miracle <laughs> workers, the other two, search party, honey, everything that you've ever liked, writer for reductress, uh, oh. the only funny Instagram, <laughs> if I could just say that, the funniest and probably only funny one also co-star of mine in the characters john early episode shout out yes. to that please welcome to the pod tommy doe <laughs> hello hi hello thank you so much for having me i guess that your listeners do know that i'm listening to you the whole time right like there's like a little mystery behind the pod is there a mystery behind i don't know i'm sorry to like keel back the curtain. no 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 people you I know they know yeah. And will we continue to make people just be quiet at the top? I don't know if that's a great system, <laughs> but we're kind of figuring it all out. I mean, I'm having more sense in person, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm having fun. That was okay, good. like, yeah, that was really crazy. I do have questions, but they've all escaped me. You know, when someone asks like what your favorite exactly. color is and you're like, I've never seen a color in my life. <laughs> I do have a question about the dogs. That's yes. so cool. Like, what is the sled like? It's not like Balto, right? Or is it like kind of? It's not like Balto. The Balto did come up, of course. There was a like, (laughs) like a Balto room that I I can't get into it, but it was not a wooden sled. It looks like maybe a horse and buggy type of thing. Hmm. And you know what? I did pay $30 for the pictures. So I will put that up on our Instagram. So everyone can see exactly what it looked like. Wow, was a photographer, a photographer taking pictures on the sled trail. And then by the time you got back, he had already printed them. I was like, this is commitment to this $30. The wow. technology these days. I want to know, quick. like, <clears throat> and the track is just like a big circle. You do like a big, like kind of a marathon type thing or. Okay. So I will say my one major note about Alaska is if you think it's sort of snowy glacier mountains, that's not what you're going to get. What it is, is rainy sort of forest, at least where I went. So it mm. was not on snow. It was basically in muddy dirt on the side of a mountain and the dogs sort of just, they had a path, but it was like in between alleys of trees. And uh, wow, <laughs> big, that's so cool. Yeah, there was a big puddle that then all the dogs wanted to swim in for a little bit. And the musher was like, okay, guys, we got to go. It was so fucking cute. <laughs> oh, my God, the musher. So is there a man like on the uh, top Absolutely. of your sled going Tyler, mush, mush? yes. He, his name is Tyler. <laughs> I think that he said to say left and right is ha and chi. And that is what he would say to the dogs. And they would follow his. They knew what those meant. Wow. So it's not like a horse where you like are kind of like there's reins and there's I, I really don't know what it, I'm, I'm not picturing anything. I, wait. I, <laughs> <laughs> is it is it like there's like a it's like a horse? Like horse Okay, it's like a metal sort of like a surrey with a fringe on top. <laughs> and then my guy, my musher Tyler's in the back of me and my family. And I don't know what he's holding on to because he's behind me. But then all the dogs are sort of on bungee cords together in the front. Oh, and they respond to voice commands. They're just listening to. Wow. Wow. So he's not holding anything that like. (laughs) Again, he he was behind me. So I don't totally have what was on his hands, but he wasn't like whipping them or or like. (laughs) Oh my god! I hope not. <laughs> like I don't know what you do for horses. Reins them. There's oh, rain. Yeah, rain. Yeah, right, yeah. Right, he didn't right. have. <laughs> he 
I don't know rain. at this time if he had reins. I'm sorry to say. Oh my god! And you're on the side of a mountain. Yeah. What a what a adventure of a lifetime. I mean, it really, it really was not something I ever thought this girl from New Jersey would do, but I, <laughs> I did do it. So better or worse than your Caribbean cruises? Did you like Alaska more than like, I don't know where you've been. I mean, no disrespect, but I like to be in a beach more. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. But but this this was cool. There was one day where we, if you woke up at 5 a.m., which I did, you could see glaciers. Hmm. Now, and again, what I was picturing was sort of a huge glacier. And what it actually was, was I would say mini icebergs in the water. Okay. Which was still very cool to see, but I don't know. It's just what I had pictured Alaska was turned out to not be accurate. Right. I think of like frozen, which yes. is like Norway. Right? Yes. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, Alaska. it was not. It was Seattle. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was the ring vibes. It was, yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I realized when I travel, I have no frame of reference, like other than movies. And when I visit real places, I'm just like, wait, this is an actual place that exists. Like, I visited uh, the Middle East, I, like, toward Qatar. I think it's pronounced cutter, but I say Qatar just because it doesn't matter. Anyways, we went to an actual market where people like get their groceries and stuff yeah. like that. And but the only thing in my head that I could register that it was was, oh, this is the scene from Aladdin. Right. And it's super <laughs> incorrect and very uneducated of me. But I was just like, I can't this feels like a movie set to me. Yes. It's, I can't even yes. fathom that people do this for their lives. I'm very it's, stupid. Yeah. No, you feel there like are you're s- in Epcot. Like sometimes yeah. I'm like walking around, you know, medieval France or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, this feels, yeah, like Epcot. Like I'm in, like someone built this yesterday, but this yeah. is what, set. This is what yeah. Epcot is based on. <laughs> yeah. It's a little play, it feels like. It's like, no, this is our lives. You're like, oh, okay. The guy, I will say, that drove us up the mountain, we were asking him about his life and he said that he had gone to this dog sledding place a year before on a cruise and loved it so much that he chose to move there for the summer to work there wow okay he was having a full life crisis (laughs) yeah he was living in atlanta he said get me out these little doggies (laughs) are so cute (laughs) and uh yeah Broke up with his girlfriend, said, I'm moving to be a dog musher. He didn't mention a girlfriend. He did mention his mom. Mm. So I thought, you know, maybe his mom. It sounded as such. And there's Uh, nothing wrong with that. And I want to be that very clear. But it didn't seem like a girlfriend or a partner of any sort was in the picture. I can't Mm. believe you got this far into it with him. I love this was Tyler. No, this is a man no. who drove you up the mountain. This is Alex. I got very, <laughs> I, I was very friendly in Alaska. I thought I'd try something new. <laughs> but you're I, like, you're on vacation. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was having fun. Yeah, you're on vacation. <laughs> yeah, that's the only time you talk to strangers. You're like, oh my God, where are you from? What do you do? You know, I'm not doing that at Don Angie. I'll tell you that. I'm doing that when I'm <laughs> across the ocean. <laughs> now, Tommy, are you bopping around right now? Yeah, in the traveling. World? I'm doing a little like visit here and there with some friends. Right now, I'm visiting my parents in Orlando. They retired mm-hmm. down here. It's not where I'm from. I'm from Boston, but yeah, they retired down here. 
Uh, I love they, Disney. Well, they flipped houses when we grew up in Boston. And then a month before the pandemic went down, they were on vacation here. And then they kind of been stuck here. Ever, so they just like didn't leave. Oh they're like this is better <laughs> this is we're doing this yeah um whoa yeah they're like on the brink of retirement and then they just were like well we may as well just stay so they live in like like one of those vacation homes that like is meant for three families to rent together and then go to disney world so it's like a nine bedroom house but it's just them too it's like a rest of development it's like the furniture is very like just non-personal so it's fake it's, it's fake. they leave they live in an airbnb it's a little play that we're all just like <laughs> yeah there are no memories anywhere it's just super just, just live laugh, just love posters uh, everywhere everywhere That's what i was gonna say oh my god it's fun and some rooms are like disney themed so it's very like odd to be in a bed where it's like rapunzel's face is like on your stomach and you're like this is really weird whoa so, but I'm doing a little tour. Yeah. Hanging out. Nice. And, and striking. I don't want to. Oh, well. <laughs> yes. I want everyone to know I've been picketing. <laughs> I mean, when you can't go to work, you might as well see your parents. That seems like a nice. Yeah. A nice way yeah. to spend that time. Yeah. 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 So it's really nice to be down here and see them. Yeah. I just voted in my SAG strike. I said, yes, you guys, you do it. Yes. I authorize yeah. you to strike. Yeah, I don't want computers. AI, I know, I know nothing about what's happening. <laughs> like the AI, that's, <laughs> the AI that's taking over, and I'm like, are people really going to watch AI movies? I mean, I guess they already are with the way of the water, but it's like, I absolutely saw it in theaters. And did cry. you love? Oh, I was so wow. high. Oh, no. <laughs> I was, I, I was. Re- my expectations were on the ground. I had zero expectations. <laughs> I went with my husband on his birthday because it was like a Monday night, and we were like, I guess we'll go see Wave Water in the middle of January or whatever. And he hated it, and I was crying at the end. <laughs> I went on the full ride. You know, I said, "We're here for three and a half hours. I'm gonna lean the fuck into these blue people crying about their." Did you guys see it? No, I didn't. No. Okay. There's a lot of whales in it, Nicole. I well, whales now? now that I've seen whales, I'm interested. <laughs> okay, Tommy, speaking of Disney, I know from <laughs> listening to you on other podcasts and from your Instagram that you have been a part of Disney on Ice, which is like every child's dream. <laughs> what has that experience been? I'm dying to know your Disney on Ice story. It sounds fake. When I like when I tell people like I'm a figure skater on Disney, I also like a comedy, whatever. Like it sounds yeah. like I'm making it up, right? But yeah, basically I grew up figure skating and then there was a point where I had a growth spurt and it was very clear I wasn't gonna go to the Olympics. It was like <laughs> someone's not talented enough. <laughs> and I was like going to school at that point and then high school musical, the ice tour was casting. And they found me and offered me a spot. So I did two years on that show. It was so weird and cool. And but it, it was like a a weird sense of like you thought you you felt like a celebrity, truly. I mean, to play 14,000 people, it's confusing because you're like, I am I? Like is this is this is this me or am it just like the part what I'm are, it's very strange like in brazil they would rock the van that you were in to try to get to you and it's like 
No, no, no. I'm not in the movie. I'm just like some dumpy kid from Boston who like <laughs> just like didn't go to the Olympics. Like that's what's that's what's happening. <laughs> you it were was... ice skating beetles. Yeah, it was like that. It was really like kind of um like lightning in a bottle kind of thing. And then at one point, one of the cast members from High School Musical was promoting an album, Corbin Blue. I don't know if you know him. Oh, I remember. Um, yes, of course. <laughs> he, so he toured with us. So we were, <laughs> so he like promoted Does his he album. Skate? He like did a concert after our show. Um, yeah. So it was very strange. Um, very cool. I met really like lifelong friends, friends, people I still talk to today from there. But yeah, it gave me like a unrealistic sense of like who I was in the world. <laughs> An inflated sense of self. It, it ruined me. I was like, wait a second. This is just this franchise that I'm like. And what I will always say is once it hits the ice show, it's the last iteration of that property. It's the last squeeze of mm-hmm. money. Like, what, what, yeah, once something hits ice show, it's like this is the last like pull for the money. Right. But then after that, I went to school and stuff, but they let me go kind of like in and out and do a few shows here and there. If I'm feeling like I need work for three weeks or if they're looking for people for two weeks, I'll like drop in and out and do a few shows. They're very That's nice to so me. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And are you guys like, what's obviously it's different in, than the Olympics? <laughs> My brain is like, what <laughs> nope. kind of moves are you doing? <laughs> Like, are you guys like, yeah, are you doing jumps and stuff? Or is it mostly like light dance with with footwork? There are jumps. There are people. There are a few people on the shows right now that went to the Olympics, like this most (gasps) recent Olympics. I know it's crazy. And they can do incredible jumps, like jump that it's like really like, whoa. But a lot of it is. It's a lot, it's like theater first and then skating kind of second. And then if you Got can it. do the jumps, that's really cool too. But a lot of it's like, I started off as a single skater where I just did jumps. But ever since being on the road, I started doing pair stuff because it's like mostly like prince and princesses. So yeah, so now I just do pairs and I just like lift people and oh, skate what, with people. What princes have you been? I think almost all of them. Um, I think Eric. except for... Yes, I've been Eric. I think the only one I haven't been is Prince Charming. I think I hit Naveen, Aladdin. I don't know any of the other ones. I'm like Flynn, yes. <laughs> oh, Pr- Prince Phillips, the one from Sleeping Beauty. I did that one. Wow, an original. An or- yeah, a classic. <laughs> a classic. A classic. I haven't been Snow Prince, Snow White's Prince. So I think I've I've haven't hit two. We are yeah, big think- figure skating fans here in are you? this house. Oh, yeah. Well, well, not in that we're smart about it or know about sure. it, but that, we, but that we like it. When the Olympics oh. happen, we are yes, there. We yes. are watching everything. And we have been to a Stars on Ice. I definitely went to Nassau Coliseum for a Stars on Ice not that long ago. Really? Did you go to that, Nicole? No, I, I have been to... Uh, there was a Boston... Oh, yeah. Worlds? World? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And that was amazing. (laughs) It's just what people can do. It really is astounding. I just can't look away. It's so magical. I just really admire the strongest core. Tell us about your center of gravity. It's um I, I oftentimes have to remind myself that to squeeze my core. I, I forget all the time. 
Um, I'm like, oh yeah, that's why my head is hitting the ice. I, I should probably squeeze my <laughs> stomach. But yeah, it's. I would say that as a figure skater, I would say watching it is very different than doing it. Like, it, like even sometimes because it, it looks weird. Like I'll watch it and I'll be like, that's weird. It looks so strange to me. <laughs> even if when I'm learning a new trick, I'll see a video of someone doing the trick and I'm like, that I can't do that. That looks so odd. And then I think when you learn it, it's like. It feels different than it looks is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It's so impressive to me when we'll be setting a past pod guest and friend, Zachary Grady, especially has turned this family onto figure skating and they can just know by a jump what it is. And it's been explained to me so many times of like, okay, if you're taking off on the blade on this angle, or if you're going yes. around a full or qu- I don't understand <laughs> the machinations of it, but it's just pretty <laughs> to look at. Yeah, there's only like, I mean, sometimes I'm confused too. And I've been skating my whole life. I'm like, sometimes I look at it, I'm like, what is that? So. <laughs> how they take off, front or back. It's if they use the pick. These are things I sort of remember. Okay. Every Olympics, I feel like I get a refresher and I go, right, 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 right. It's like every time I watch a Super Bowl, the one time of year I check in on football, I say, what are the rules? Also, when right. I was competing, I was under the old judging system. So the new one, I have, mm. I don't know what's going I don't know these like a great, like these marks up, marks down kind of thing. I don't really know what's happening. I'm not paying attention really. So you're <laughs> still, you still check in on Disney and Ice. You still sometimes are there being prints. Yeah, they're really so nice to me. They really so just great. are like, yeah, if I need, like, if I have four weeks off between a gig or something like that they're just like yeah come on and i'm like oh thanks <laughs> thank you so That's much like incredible. we need a ball yeah it's they're very nice and it's, i'm very like lucky to have that set up <laughs> i love <We> support <laughs> disney on ice in this on this Absolutely. podcast universe. yeah i mean the shows have gotten really good i don't know if you've seen a production lately but the productions are like They've gotten really good. You're like, whoa, holy crap. And now they're like doing acrobatic stuff. They're like, people are doing Spanish web. Rapunzel's flying by her hair with like silks and stuff. They're like lifting people off the ice. And there are people like going upside down up and like, it's crazy. Yeah, they're really doing it. There's a cheating board act. A what? So like, (laughs) it's called the teeter board. Teeter board, Uh, okay. And basically in the like, (laughs) On one of the shows in the Toy Story section, there's like green army men who are like tinker toys and they like stand on one end of like a human seesaw and then someone jumps on the other end and they do like a flip into a chair in their skates. Oh my God. Yeah. They've gotten really good. You're like, whoa. This is like full Cirque du Soleil on ice. And this is also a Cirque du Soleil friendly house nicole and i've been to more than one Cirque du Soleil. absolutely <laughs> what's your favorite Cirque du Soleil? i love Cirque du Soleil so much ka 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 is the only answer ka is the only answer <laughs> i haven't Thanks seen ka you, you got you gotta get you gotta, a okay <laughs> you must, must i've seen O, which O I loved but i hear ka is better it's no ka <laughs> <laughs> honey you like romance you like fashion you like agility it is it is gorgeous it's so the stunts in i mean the story it is it's so romantic fantastical like oh my god i can't even there's just no words there's no words and next time i find myself in vegas for whatever the hell reason i'm in that 
hellhole I will go to call. Call night one. Night night one, one okay, baby. Okay, okay, okay. It's so beautiful. Oh, when Ri- I love Rihanna it. finally does her show there, that's when I'll go see Ka. When the I next diva. Ka on a Tuesday, Rihanna on a Wednesday. <laughs> call me for that trip. I'm in. Manifest that when we're 50 years old or whatever. <laughs> when she gorgeous. finally is ready to make more money. So how did you transition into like being Instagram genius, comedy genius that you are? I have to say you're I mean, Nicole is right. You are the only funny Instagram. <laughs> like <sighs> your specific sense of humor really speaks to me. Just like the BTS of what an influencer like in the influencer world is something I think about constantly, like what happens after they hit stop or like (laughs) what's the fight that's happening before they film it or like, you know, the the meetings that have to happen to make social media crap happen really make me laugh. And I feel like that's a sweet spot that you have found, you know, like just your imagination of the influencer world is chef's kiss. Thank you. Thank you. It's just weird, right? It's like people self-proclaiming themselves as celebrities and like, Mm -hmm. or like putting like public figure and you're like, "Mm, public to, what do you mean? Right. (laughs) What do you, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like there used to be such an air of mystery behind like how someone is a movie star, like George Clooney, who knows, you know, Mm -hmm. like anyone guessed, you know, was he in a mall and they'd like discovered him or something, you know, like it used to be so (laughs) mysterious. And then now, when people are like, I want to be a movie star and they like put, they do things like that. You're just like, this is so, um, it's so accessible to everybody. And uh, it kind of takes away like the excitement of it all for me. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. Hollywood started used to be so like aspirational, unattainable. Yes. And, and now it's just like, well, no, it's just Peter. Um <laughs> <laughs> you know cool i guess no the very you know <laughs> peter's nice i don't know yeah that sounds yeah i don't see why not why not peter and then but like for them to by them i mean influencers for them to like pretend like they got there mysteriously is so it's just goofy right it's just they like, are so goofy yeah they're you just have wi-fi i don't know what to tell you it's not it's not <laughs> I don't know. It's not like you went to Yale drama. I don't know. It, it's just like, it seems so um, like, it's fine if you want to like be an actor or an actress and you like set up a thing and you set, they do a scene like that's, you know, cool. But like to like put a veil and like be mysterious about it is like very like odd. I don't know. I totally agree. I mean, it's just bizarre, but like, I am also a person who like follows a lot of YouTubers and likes that <laughs> kind of stuff. But um, funny smart ones maybe but also yeah am i just watching these true strangers like go to target yeah absolutely (laughs) (laughs) like how did i get here how am i invested in what this person ordered at burger king right right but it's also too like it's so intimate in a lot of ways you're like how do i know what the inside of your room looks like completely (laughs) yes how do you, how do like 3 million people know no. what the inside of your room looks like? It's, and your family. And it is a bizarre, whatever, parasocial relationship that I'm like, oh no, these are my friends that I, right. I mean, and, but I think that you're specifically good at like skewering the influencer culture of the, the fakeness and the, yes. um, 
the stupidity and the absurdity of it as well. Cause it's not just like, this is me and who I am. It's like, okay, this is me and my boyfriend. And actually we're so in love and it's crazy. And we're doing a dance and a game. It's like <laughs> right. things that are yeah. happening are so far from the original idea of like sharing your life online. It's like 5 million steps beyond that. <laughs> It's a hat on a hat on a hat on a hat. Yes, exactly. Yeah. They're wearing Spider-Man outfits and then they're in Paris or whatever. Yeah. It's Where do you wild. find like do you like I feel like you're so on top of like the TikTok trends and like quizzes and like, you know, the outfits and all the things that people are doing on TikTok, you're like always finding like the most basic person imaginable doing it or multiple basic people doing it. Where are you where, like are you just like good at finding tiktok trends. they're at this point unfortunately finding me i would like to break <laughs> away i like to break away my for you page is just that and it's oh, like oh yeah and then it's dinners with my friends have never been more quiet i have nothing to talk about <laughs> <laughs> i have nothing else in my brain i've really just been inundated with these yeah trends and stuff like that and people are sending them to me, which I love. So it's like, yeah. people are like, I would love for you to see this. And I would love for you to mm-hmm. parody this or, um, yeah. You got to get two separate accounts, one for work for all those kinds of things. And then the other TikTok that really sees you and gives you, Tommy, the content you want. So I have two. And okay. my, other one, my other one is just astrology. Oh, <laughs> right? good. good. <laughs> like telling me, like, they're so personal. They're like, so this is why your ex definitely misses you. And you're like, oh, my God, <laughs> why would you say that to me? That's so hurtful. Like, They really do get so specific. Yeah. You're like, stop, 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 stop. Yeah. Should we ask Tommy the question? Yes. Yes. Okay. Let's do it. So on this podcast, we have a question that we ask guests, which is, how are you brainwashed? And by that, I mean, like, what did you maybe grow up thinking was just fact or true or this is how the world works? But then you sort of got maybe a little older, a little wiser. And we're like, oh, no, that was actually just brainwashing the whole time. This might be controversial since we love figure skating on the pod. Okay. okay. I okay. Wanted, tear it down. I, I wanted to talk about the Olympics and like how... When I was growing up, it was like, you must go to the Olympics. It was part of it is figure skating is very expensive. A lot of sports Mm. are not like that. They're like, you can just like kind of do it recreationally. And if you're talented, you can just kind of like try it more. Mm -hmm. But skating is like, if you're in, you're all in. Like you're taking out second mortgages. You're taking, it is like, you're going for broke. And the goal is to get to the Olympics which is this the idea of glory? I don't know. I started figure skating around the time of like Michelle Kwan and Tara Lipinski, and it was just fresh off the Nancy Kerrigan Tanya Harding scandal. Mm-hmm. And there was like this pop culture moment of figure skating, and everyone in my age group did it because it was like the idea of like you will bring glory to your country. I don't even know. And not that I'm not proud to be an American. I am. I know that's probably controversial to say these days. But my parents are from Vietnam. Like, so I'm first generation. It's like, I'm not that American. Like, I am American. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm, I, my roots aren't here. Totally. And so, so, but to like, dedicate my entire life to represent my country is so hilarious. 
so like I was like taught it was like you must do this in order to like bring glory and then the reality of it all is no one gets paid <laughs> right Right. Like, unless they become a huge celebrity and they get like all the endorsement deals or whatever right. but like that's only one or two right in their category or whatever like other countries pay you so like in like russia or south korea of japan you're like the ariana grande in your country basically right. totally you would get all the endorsements but you also get like prize money for winning the olympics the prize money for winning the olympics if you're in the U.S., it's thirty-seven thousand dollars. No, that's it. That's if you win. Well, no, which will cover <laughs> that, like one flight, one, one outfit, one bedazzled <laughs> outfit. Yeah, that's a Prius. Like that's nothing. Yeah. That's literally <laughs> not zero that's a Prius. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's zero <laughs> dollars. I mean, it's really so little. And when you talk about how expensive, you know, skating is, it's like it's really crazy that 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 was what we did <laughs> like looking back right. i'm like what investment i mean you can look at the positive and be like oh yeah it did bring me disney on ice so i have that but you know it's so it's isn't there also yeah like there's an amateur versus professional thing that if you stay in the olympics then you can't make money like but then when you go professional and you do the tours and stuff then yeah. you can never go back or is there something like that yeah, there was a rule. So yeah, so if you're competing, you're amateur. And if you're in shows, you're professional and making money. But there was a rule definitely that if you went to go make money, you could not go back. I think they've <laughs> since, it's wild. Terrible. I think they've since changed it to like, you can go back if you petition or if you go talk to like the council of like, oh whatever, USFSA or whatever. <laughs> the they, council. Whatever, the council. Skating <laughs> very like, serious and a lot of times uh you're wondering why <laughs> they, <laughs> they they really take themselves so seriously and you're like why and they're so anti-silly that's what it yes is. Yeah. yeah just be and it is so inherently silly yeah you're wearing it's crazy on ice in bedazzled things like it's fun yeah i it's really goofy and i mean it's a little homophobic if you can imagine it's mm-hmm. really it's yeah. odd. It's like, hmm, how do people have to come out as straight in this community? I don't know. Right. Yeah, not to like, I don't know anybody, but like majority of people are like definitely, you know, in the queer family. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's why so when it, someone comes out that rocks a boat or like is themselves a Johnny Weir type, that's like, I'm actually just going to be myself high and like be goofy and, and be theatrical. We're all just like... And yeah. pick good music choices and like instead of yeah. the same six orchestration bullshit like even tanya being like uh, fully her own person you know like understatement of the world (laughs) we are wanting that they are depriving us of having that experience of like seeing these like unique individuals instead they're like you must do i mean now they can have lyrics in the songs in the olympics right that's a new thing that happened this year or recently yeah, a few years, there's like a really big push. There's a wondering why there isn't a lot of public, like, want for more figure skating. A lot of national world competitions aren't aired on NBC anymore, and they're just aired mm-hmm. on, like, 
a website subscription or skating.com or something like that. And only the Olympics prime time is like, like only a few are aired during the Olympics. Mm -hmm. It's definitely the public demand for it has definitely dwindled. And people in the skating community are like, "Mm, why, why? And it's like, I'm just skating to Swan Lake. And it's not just every year over and over every year. And it's not just like "Mm, 30 seconds of Swan Lake. It's the same version, four minutes, five minutes of Swan Lake. It's like, all right. And people do it because that's what judges want to see. And that's what makes you a, like a right. tender, right, to meddle or move on or be respected within the skating community. But what I have to say is like, anyone who has like no shot at being on podium, like, don't you want to transcend? Like, don't you want to be bigger than you could easily be bigger than the sport if you skated to like, party rockers lmfao something you know <laughs> like something wild Please. And, yeah i think they're just stopping themselves from like having fun i, I think it's really yeah. like all of, yeah yeah i mean especially like in the u.s obviously there's high stakes but in other countries like in russia and stuff you are feeling i'm feeling the stakes when those people go out to skate like they're like the <clears throat> the country is riding them so hard there's so much like I can't imagine the pressure. To the choose... mind fuck of the Olympics, the mental, the mental to choose pressure of the that pressure. Yeah, I mean, I'm like barely, you know. Nicole and I went to acting school, and by the end of it, I was like, I don't want anyone to look at me again ever. Like, <laughs> just like it's too much pressure. Like, yeah. I can't imagine. Like Putin having... waited to for his Olympians to come home before he started the war. <laughs> oh my god that's psycho you're sick it's not, it's no, not nothing s- it's, not, <laughs> it's not nothing that's something for sure <laughs> yeah and like so many of them are children like i did right. that's gymnastics what's so- I, yeah. as a kid and i stopped when i got to like nine or ten because that was when they were like okay now you have to start coming in at 5 a.m every morning or yeah. you know skipping school and being here if you're gonna take this seriously and you want to go as far as you want to go and I was like I'm 10 it really why does it go from <laughs> no. 60 so fast it's like starts as a like you're a little kid with a little interest and then immediately they're like well are you serious are you gonna go to the Olympics like what are we doing here are you gonna fucking do it or not right yeah it's so zero to 60 it's so fast and like the price to, like yeah gymnastics is one of them too horseback riding i think is one of it's like hockey yeah too. expensive like so expensive and yeah. then they're just like well if you're gonna do it we're really gonna do it and it's so much pressure and it's yeah i mean in russia it's crazy because like russia there's so much pressure on russia for russia to win russia always wins let's mm-hmm. just put like russia always wins there's even like meddling in terms of like the judging and all that stuff like we saw in salt lake city and I just don't understand what the point is. Like, for glory, you're going to dope your 14-year-old student for the idea of glory? It's so strange. It's like, that's too far. That's my opinion. That's too far. You went too far. (laughs) Yes. And, like, their lives are, you know, they do this for their whole young adult life. It's, you know morning and night from morning to night they are figure skating figure skating and then they win or whatever or they don't mm-hmm. and then what and yeah then right. what? and then what like that's what i'm always so worried about i'm like where do you go now like your yeah. options are to be like if, if you can get some endorsements or become an influencer like i follow ashley wagner so on instagram and i'm like she's fun you know like 
you you can do that for a while, maybe build up some checks, but then and do professional, but then like then what? Yeah, yeah, really and like thrust into the wild. Yeah, and your entire social circle are just figure skating people and people right. in that community. You don't even know what your interests are outside of figure skating. You basically have to start. It's like kind of like when people are like like Nell. Like she like lived in the yeah, <laughs> not now. <laughs> you know, it's Absolutely. like you're captured, you're in captivity. I mean, it is of your choice, but I mean, you're so young. It's like, how do you know at nine? You're like, I'm gonna do this. And you're it's like, well. such an intense level of commitment from a child, and like that is what it is. That is yeah. what it is. I would compare even in like high school. It's not to do with figure skating, but like. When in high school, they're like, you have to learn like calculus. And you're like, well, I'm 16. I feel weird in my body. And I don't know how, <laughs> like, like I have to learn calculus. What do you, what are you saying? I don't even know what I think, what I'm thinking about. And so to like at nine years old, to be like, you love figure skating, right? And you're like, wow, well, this morning I loved puppies, but I guess right. yeah, figure skating is what I'm loving. And sure. you love it the most. You love um, it so much that you want to try to be the best in the world, right? In the world. Yeah. You're like. I guess. Like, I guess that's what I? we're doing. Are you yeah, like a competitive dream? person in other areas of your life? I am not. I'm the. That's why I didn't do so well in competition. I just am not competitive. Yeah. I started off playing hockey. Psychotic to like hit somebody for a puck. That's psychotic. <laughs> not worth you it. Do you have emotional connection to this puck? I, do not <laughs> touch me. Take it if you want it. Take if it. If you want it, I'd take it. Take it. It's yours. It's. I mean, I don't care about it. So I wasn't aggressive enough for that. And then competition, I was just kind of there to like be like a little like fairy on the ice and like run around and do some twirls and like wave. Mm-hmm. That's really all I really wanted to do. And so like that's why Disney on Ice is like so fun for me. I'm just like da 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 da. But yeah, I really dropped out quickly because everyone is very competitive. And then that kind of personality trait in figure skaters is throughout. You see that on Disney on Ice. People are like naturally like competitive because that's how they were brought up. And what's so weird about that too is like it's not being competitive like in swimming. Like when you touch the wall, you're first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. In, in right. skating, it's completely opinion based. Even Definitely. yeah, and they can uh, like the what you're wearing, your style, like all this stuff. You're really just trying to get the likes of people that you don't even know what their qualifications are or why they you know. So that but that kind of personality trait like stays with you very people pleaser mm-hmm. throughout the need your life for approval i didn't even think of that that it, yeah it's not a clear cut like oh you won everyone saw it and we all agree it is yeah up to interpretation which is truly fucked it's up to interpretation so much so so it used to be if you go to nationals in an olympic year and you get one two three you automatically go that's like you did it like in swimming it's like you touch the wall first you go that's Uh like you have the fastest time that's what you're doing in skating if you go to nationals and you get one two three they still get to choose who goes to the olympics that's how adam rapon went he got fourth and he took the place of the person who got second not even third no just because they were like we like him it's based on it's based on yeah he's got he's fun but he's it's based on your competitive history that's what they say 
but then that mm-hmm. takes away, in my opinion, the potency of like a competition. So like, so right. then just send whoever you want to so just pick who you fucking like and don't make <laughs> yeah. us do this. Yeah. I would have gone right. here and sweat for like the opportunity for you to maybe look at me. You're insane. You're sick. Yeah. You're sick. That is sick and twisted. Figure skating is sick and twisted. <laughs> it's so I sick mean... and twisted. And the thing of it all is, it's not like it's the Super Bowl. I don't want to like compare apples to oranges, but like the demand for figure skating is so little. And for them to be this controversial mm-hmm. is so brave. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you will care. It is yeah. brave. It's brave. It's like, okay. Like that's mm-hmm. how you want to play. And I my guess was the reason why they put lyrics into music was because they wanted a mm-hmm. more open or, or more relatable factor to the sport. Um and makes then, sense. Yeah, it makes sense. But no one picks music with words in it because it's the people within the community think it's not, it's like taboo. Right. Yeah, and love medleys at this point for some reason. I feel like they're picking like musicals. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, we can do that. (laughs) Yeah, let's do something fun. Get a little sparkly butthole on your costume and do cats. Oh my god. Do two hours of Mr. Bristopheles. I'll watch that. (laughs) I'll watch that for sure. For sure. Have some pyro. I'm watching it. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, bring in the pyro and let them do flips in the Olympics. What's that rule about? I want to see some backflips. <laughs> That's flips. the thing, too. It's it. like, if you're not, uh, this is like my message to other skaters. It's like, it's very clear when I was competing. I'm like, mm, you're not going to win. Like, there's no way. It's like, you could, but you can be like, you can have fun and you can make right. it so fun. And then you can make people want to watch the sport because they see you having fun. Right. You know, like, Surya Bonnelly doing a backflip, she didn't medal, she actually got disqualified, but she's legendary. Like, yeah. she's, she's like, I'm gonna do this. This is what I'm gonna do. And yeah, you okay. guys cannot do this, I'm gonna do it, fuck <laughs> you. Gotta yeah. do this. That's hilarious. Like, get in there, girl. <laughs> okay, I in the, the craziest question of all time, do you feel like there is any parallel between comedy and skating? <laughs> Wait, do I feel like, like there's any... Yeah, is there anything that sort of is true of both that helps you in both? I think yes. I think there's like like well, there's like an entertainment industry yes. factor, pizzazz. which is like pizzazz. But it's also it's so easy to give yourself benchmarks in entertainment where you're like, I want X Y Z by X Y Z, and that totally. means success for me. And it's like, well, and then it's like, well, don't forget to have fun. Like a comedy mm. is like supposed to be so silly and goofy and. You know, like you get to like think of like imaginary lands and you're just like, hello. And so I think that I remind myself every day, okay, like it, things don't work out always. You mm-hmm. can't make a plan. And so you just like try your best, but then like have fun along the way. And that's like what's important. And that's when I started having fun at figure skating. It's like I was so competition heavy because it was like mm-hmm. that was like what was drilled into me and I was never good at it. And I was like, I'm not having fun. And honestly, it wasn't until I was on Disney on Ice where I was like, oh, is this like, there are no stakes. I mean, there's pressure with like the audience and you want to feel, you want to do a good job, but like, you're like, and there's also no stakes in terms of like, if you mess up, you're messing up as like, Woody. You're not messing up as you. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You know, so, so it's like, it definitely gives a barrier Mm. of like vulnerability that you don't really have to think about. And it's just goofy 
I sometimes I go out there and I'm like, this is hilarious. Like, right. this is so silly. So I think that that's like the main thing I think about, especially in like comedy and stuff like that, because like it can get very like heady in terms of like the business yeah. side of everything. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh my God, this is not fun. This is not good for writing or anything. Or, you know, I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, laughing, if the person is enjoying themselves, the audience will enjoy themselves. And that is always like something I had to try to drill into my head back in the day. It was like, okay, this is not so serious. You're in a basement. You're doing improv. There are five other people here. No one cares. Like, Right. No one cares. Money. It's fine. <laughs> Just try to enjoy it yourself. God damn it. And get out of your own way because like nothing should be that serious. Right. Yeah. And yeah. And it can feel so big. Like, I mean, especially like skating, like going to the Olympics, it feels so big. And it's just like you're taking away your living in the moment. I'm basically just saying what you just said. (laughs) 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 Did I answer your question? Yes. Yes. You totally did. The brainwash question? The uh, comparing. The last one. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. I, you know, sometimes. Jenny really is the journalist and I'm sort of here for color and personality. And I sort of took a stab at trying to ask a question and unclear <laughs> if it was good or not. Not because of you, because of me. No, you I did yeah, great, Nicole. Great. Okay. Thank you. My yeah, first question. <laughs> so comedy and skating. <laughs> Shut um... up. <laughs> um, well, we're about at that time. We play our game, which is like mm-hmm. our final activity here at how are you brainwashed which is called casting where we pick a little category and then we cast ourselves in that category so you're going to cast yourself tommy and then you're going to cast me and nicole you know as olympic figure skaters that's just an example but we could do condiments we could do we recently did appetizers we've done television programs white lotus you know we just sort of all over the map yeah we can figure one out as a community or if you have any ideas. Yeah. Let's do what we can do as a community. Should we do Disney princesses? Is that stupid and bad? <laughs> no. Or Disney villains or, or Disney princes? Um, maybe like Disney characters like across the like anybody. We've done animal sidekicks before. Yeah. So, so let's not <laughs> do animal sidekicks. Let's do every one human human beings okay. disney human disney category disney human okay well, can they have maybe been human before or you know what i'm saying like oh like they've animorphed yeah maybe <laughs> they they have to have some kind of tie to being a human okay <laughs> oh my okay. god they have to have appeared as a human on screen at one point in the film yeah uh-huh Okay, so now we're all going to go in our little minds and think, I think I have, I have mine. Okay. No rush, just saying. Okay, I, I will go first. I gave Tommy Belle because just the intelligence is undeniable. The magneticism is undeniable. You're just a star like Belle, and I just could see you going through and reading on a ladder and being a genius. I just think you're, you're such a funny comedian, and you have to be smart to be that funny. And Belle, she's smart. You're very, that's very sweet. That's I'm crying. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm, and I see, I see the tears streaming down. Yeah. I, for myself, I gave Captain Hook. Um, <laughs> Incredible. I have a sort of like evil drag queen energy. You know, I almost want Ursula, but ultimately I think that there's something a little more sinister, spindly evil in Captain Hook for me. And related, Jenny, I gave you Smee. Because, <laughs> you know, I just feel we're two best friends and uh, you're my little sidekick, always doing stuff. And uh, oh, my God, I really feel like our dynamic is Captain Hook and Smee. And so that is where I landed. I wow. Die for that. I would love for us to go do that for Halloween one year. Against me. <laughs> OK, we'll do a Halloween show and those will be our costumes. <laughs> Um, okay. I'm realizing I gave Tommy a non-human after all that. I was <laughs> Jesus like, I... <laughs> and I was trying to pivot in my brain just now because I was like, oh, that's not a human, but I couldn't stray. So I'm going to stick with my gut. Okay. Give Tommy the genie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> maybe the genie was human at the one genie, point. The genie has thumbs. Yeah. And so in the world of Disney, he's human. Okay, I just feel magical, hilarious. Oh my God, that's such a good one. You know, multifaceted, yeah. like you know, giving us genius musical numbers and comedy. Yes, at the same time. And I, of course, mean Robin Williams genie. I never have seen <laughs> Will Smith genie. So, oh God, I forgot. <laughs> we don't about talk it. about that. So yeah, I just I couldn't get genie out of my brain. That's, so that's perfect. I love I that one. And then Nicole, I did land on Ursula for you, which and I accept you know, happily. I feel like you're just giving me Ursula vibes, evil drag queen villain, like you said. Captain yeah. Hunk is also, I mean, that's genius. I I love that you you went with the obvious choice and then pivoted slightly. You gotta and, subvert it, and that's what know, casting casting directors take note. Don't yeah. always do the obvious choice, babe. Sometimes you gotta subvert expectations. Absolutely, and went full obvious choice. Um, interestingly enough, though, for myself, I gave myself Maurice Bell's dad. So I also uh-huh. went old weird man. I thought of Maurice <laughs> for you, too. <laughs> Just inventor sort of lost vibes. Where is he? Is he OK? I think that is unfortunately my <laughs> essence in a way. So his I name's am... Maurice. I never would have remembered I had that. to Google it. I said, I feel <laughs> okay. like I'm, I'm the inventor crazy dad now dad. I, I look love up that. his name so those are that's where i landed okay um let me think nicole so i'm gonna give you a character that i'm not very familiar with but okay. i think you have the same energy and the same essence um it's been a while since i've seen this movie so that's why i was like thinking, I was like should i even give this but you are giving me Esmeralda vibes from The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Ooh, oh, I love wow. that. Yes. Like, she's fun. She's flirty. Like, she's Absolutely. like she's got really positive. She's the light of that movie. I got to be honest. Thank you so much. So that is what I'm getting from you. And then, Jenny, I know we just met. And <laughs> I think that the context of, like, when you said earlier that you are the journalist of the, both of you, and then mm-hmm. you're the, like, more... It, really gave me like tiana vibes yes like hardworking. you're marching towards where you want to go you maybe are like you know i'm not exactly where i want to be but i know i'm definitely gonna be there and i'm having fun along the way yes 
I really do. Or you are exactly where you are, and that's what she discovers at the end of the movie, that mm. it's exactly where she is, where <laughs> her happiness is. You've been where yes. you're supposed to be the whole time, Jenny. Honey. Oh, okay, look around. This is where Green I'm supposed point. to be. <laughs> um, and then I gave myself Maleficent only because oh, yeah. I think there's, yes, evil, but also like... <laughs> um. Because she's so powerful, she can be kind of lazy. And I really love that. I can't, if I'm going to be like, Captain Hook is like, he's running around. He's chasing Peter Pan. Melissa's yeah. just like very like, hey, come here. And she like uses her like <laughs> finger to like have, pre- you know, and I think that's my vibe a lot. It's just like, I'm in bed and be like, mm, come here. Yeah. Lazy so, villain. I love lazy it. Lazy villain. <laughs> yeah. Genius incredible hey, i think great was that Beautiful good that was no not, that was excellent that was perfect tommy i feel that i know we were with you for a while but i just am sad though it's done tell the people where they can find you how they can keep up with you i think just on my instagram would be great it's at tommy to mmy two underscores i know i don't want to talk about it so. <laughs> do do uh there yeah there are lawsuits upon lawsuits <laughs> to get to get one underscore and no underscore yeah it's it keeps me up at night for sure <laughs> i mean these other tommy does i feel like they can't be reasoned with so far i mean one's the president of vietnam no i'm just kidding could you imagine <laughs> <laughs> give it to me <laughs> that's the one underscore one yeah that's the one underscore one <laughs> give it to me so i can make my little videos you know. oh yeah oh my god please watch tommy's genius content yeah It'll if you're not really following Tom, i'm sure you're already following tommy but if you're not immediately follow yeah. thank you so it's much gonna light up your instagram feed. hopefully yeah <laughs> light up your life <laughs> yes thank you guys so much for having me oh, thank you thank you true pleasure 